I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at Five, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at Five is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content or an audiobook, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at Five or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, it's Monday, January 18th, 2021. This is the top segment of episode four of Fresh Air at Five. And last week on Friday night, episode three dropped. So if you haven't heard it, you can go catch up. Catch up on what happened here last week on Fresh Air at Five, the podcast. All right. So this morning, as I'm going to step out the door, get going. It's a beautiful morning. Cloudy, high sky. The clouds are high up there. And... Um, it's like probably about four degrees Celsius and, and not raining. It's a nice day. So I step out the door, get going. I put on the good news, Brad news show, episode number three, as Brad brings us a news brief. It's 12 minutes long. This is worth a listen, people. You need to take a listen to this. Brad news, um, Brad Hughes from Ontario, Canada brings us a segment on self-care and why self-care is so essential to us. We should have a good sense already that this is important. If we're not doing these things about taking care of ourselves, which he calls one step towards health care, um, we need to be doing that. Take a listen. Brad's got some great advice, some great thoughts, and I appreciate you, Brad, for bringing us this message this morning. Um, you know, doing today's best is not necessarily what was yesterday's best, but if we can't bring all of ourselves to school, we need to make sure we can bring all of ourselves to school. All right. Thanks so much. This weekend, I got some rest. I didn't, uh, work at all. Didn't even participate in any pro D this weekend. Like I typically do this weekend, my family and I, we took off to the mountains to stay at uh, a ski resort and enjoyed the snow it was fantastic got my kids onto snowboards uh, my daughter and my wife went cross-country skiing ended up making a trip to the hospital for my daughter who fell and probably nearly broke her wrist but you know what we had a fantastic time as a family good to stop and be done all right next podcast thanks one more thing, January 18th, 2021, as I'm rounding out the end of my walk here, I listened to episode 69 of the Staff Room Podcast with Shay and Pav as they talk about screens on, screens off. And you know what? In our days of remote learning and as we're using Google Meets and Zoom and we're engaging in community in these online conference video spaces you know the video is a part of it and what's the expectation of teachers 
with their classes as they have their time in Google Meets or Zoom for classroom time. Um, this past week, I did an experiment. Well, yes, it was kind of an experiment. I called it Remote Learning Readiness Drill Day. So we've been privileged here in British Columbia um, to have had classes for the past four and a half months now since the beginning of school and uh, we get to see our students every day in the building which is fantastic for those that are comfortable and families that are comfortable having their students in the building for those that are not well they're in a different space um, but for my students that are face to face with me I think back to March and going okay what would I wanted to teach my students before we stopped due to the pandemic and going to not be in class and be in school. It was Google Meet. So I did Google Meet Day. I had everybody turn their mics and camera off in class so that we could save bandwidth, but I didn't require them to have the camera on or off. I do a would you rather question in the beginning of class just as an icebreaker. And the question was camera on, camera off. And it was split for various reasons. And of course they all go, well, it depends, Mr. Carpenter, and it depends on a lot of things. So, Shan Pav have dug into this question about having the camera on or off and the importance of seeing each other, including the teacher seeing the students and the students seeing each other and how it affects all the groups. Shan Pav, you guys did a great job today. Thank you for sharing. Uh, it was actually last Friday, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Happy day. Bye-bye. APLN, it's January 19th, 2021, and I am out for fresh air at five this morning, and this morning I decided to take a listen to something I'd heard before, because it's great stuff, and it was put out by Jake Miller from Educational Duct Tape on his bonus episode 52, um, which is called uh, Roundtable Discussion on Teachers on Fire with Edu podcasters as they talk about the tools that impacted them and their students in 2020. So that you can listen to the audio of that over on Teachers on Fire podcast which Tim Cavey put out as well as Jake Miller. He put that out um, on his podcast with permission from Tim and on that episode of the roundtable we had Chris Nessie Gabriel Carrillo Alfonso uh, Mendoza, uh, we had Eric Geis, Jake Miller himself, and Scott News from TNT EdTech uh, Podcast, as well as Tim Cavey, the host. So it was fantastic to rehear this. There's a whole lot of tools in there. You need a boost, take a listen. All right, that's my recommendation for this. One more podcast to go. All right, Bye. rounding out my seven kilometers of fresh air at five this morning, I listened to Gut Tech, the podcast with Nick Johnson and Eric Geis. And gentlemen, thank you so much for your latest episode. I can't remember the episode number exactly, but I think it's 76. I think it's 76 because um, Nick is back after you were away uh, and you and your wife had your first child. Congratulations, that's super awesome. In episode 76, you guys talk about 12 plus um, app 
and web-based tools that can be used for many different things in your classroom. So many to mention. You know, I don't even have time in my 2.2 minutes here on Twitter to go over that, but uh, there's lots of content here. I'm going to get my students to do a demo slam, and I'm going to send them over to your show notes to grab some tools. Thanks, gents. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. APLN, it's Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, and I'm out for Fresh Air at 5 this morning. Got up a bit late, so it's a bit shorter this morning, but I managed to listen to a podcast as I was out walking. So, you know, getting those brain, brain molecules moving and thinking and learning. And this morning, I listened to Tim Stevenson on Science 360, talked with a professor from the University of British Columbia about biosustainability and it took me back Tim to back in science class in university and uh, not so much in high school because I was our school was under construction and so we didn't have a really thick chemistry and science program at that time but uh, you know when I was in university I spent many 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 hours thinking about chemistry and about plastic and about making and synthesizing compounds Dr. Orlando Rojas of the Bio Products Institute at the University of British Columbia was Tim's guest on Hydrocarbons to Carbohydrates episode that came out last week. So thank you, Tim, for bringing Dr. Rojas onto your show and having a quite academic conversation. This uh, episode would be geared more to high school biology and and chemistry teachers, but it's very cross-disciplined in how um, Dr. Rojas expresses what goes on at his institute at the University of British Columbia, how they look at cross-curricular um, uh, thoughts for sustainability and things like that. This past weekend, I was up at Manning Park and I was talking to uh, one of the workers up there who's a seasonal worker. He talked about how his other job through the year is to uh, drive a fertilizer truck. And I'm like, drive a fertilizer truck for where? He says, well, I drive it into the forest and forestry companies spray the forest to enhance growth and increase growth by 25%. I thought it was a curious connection between what I heard him say and what I heard Dr. Orlando Rojas say about growing a forest so that we can use it to build with cellulose as opposed to polymers and plastics. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. One more thing, January 20th, 2021. Okay, I can't stop talking. This whole thing about using plastic compared to using cellulose, which is a plant-based polymer structure, like filaments, um, no, like fibers, fibers, uh, is, uh, is a curiosity. If we take a look at 3D printing, we use a plastic for 3D printing called polyacetic acid, PLA, plastic, which is made up of acetic acid and all strung together to make these plastics. It is more biodegradable than ABS or other plastics that we can extrude from a 3D printer, um, but it's not wood-based. So how are we going to take a wood-based product and take a cellulose thing and extrude it so that we can use it for 3D printing? I think that's quite fascinating. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. And my upbringing in science back oh, many years ago, 20 years ago when I was doing my master's, was to make catalysts to uh, build 
plastics more efficiently uh, with Nova Gas in Alberta. Um, that didn't go where I wanted it to go. I wanted to be a catalyst scientist at Nova Gas. Ended up becoming an organic synthetic chemist at uh, a pharmaceutical company in Langley. That's what brought me out here to the West Coast. Glad I did, learned a lot of things, and now I've switched out of chemistry directly into chemistry, indirectly as a chemistry teacher and as a technology teacher. And I'm thankful for this transition that I've made. You know, Dr. Rojas in, his, uh, in this episode talked about, you know, it's not a magic bullet, but it's a transition process. And it's that transition, that slow transition from one thing to another that uh, builds sustainability. I look at that for my own self right now as a teacher. You know, I started off as, oh, I want to be a research scientist and synthetic chemist for Nova Gas. And now look at me, I'm a teacher. I'm significantly happier now as a teacher than I was even as a scientist. So that's just for my take. And that's my one more thought for today. Have a great day. Bye. Another one more thing for January 20th, 2021. Well, I just listened to Tim Stevenson's recap and analysis of the interview that he had with Orlando Rojas, Dr. Orlando Rojas from UBC Bioproducts Institute. And Tim, thank you for the thoughtful, um, contrasting and, uh, uh, not so idealistic approach to this energy and um, resources problem that we are faced. It's not as simple as saying, oh, we'll just go to the forest and cut down forest so we can get cellulose so we can make products out of cellulose now. There's a whole bunch of factors balancing. And Dr. Rowe has talked about that need for solar and and wind and other um, sources of energy and how that's so very important. So yes, this is a very complex issue. Um, this is a very related to climate change, related to economics, related to people's well-being. And there's a lot of factors that go into this. And uh, as teachers, we need to think more about the diversity of the problem as opposed to, oh, climate change, let's just stop using fossil fuels. It's just not that easy. It doesn't happen that easy. Fossil fuels are efficient compared to biofuels as far as the, you know, bang for your buck um, or the, you know, the impact that you have from one little bit of energy from fossil fuels compared to biofuels. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tim, for your thoughts, and uh, take a listen to this recap that Tim has on his podcast, Science 360. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Hey, PLN, it's January 21st, 2021, and it's the day after uh, Inauguration Day in the United States, and uh, it's a pivotal day for the country of the United States. As a neighbor to the north, you know, I'm glad there's a change going on in the States. And uh, President Biden is there. And Vice President Harris is there. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the story change and uh, see how America recovers from this past year even of challenge that you guys have had down there. Okay, it's not about that, but it's about critical thinking. And I listened to Reflect Dead with AJ Bianco, 
with special guest Chris Nessie on Reflect Ed, episode 7 this morning, as I'm out here walking, and AJ and Chris, um, before I get into the episode, thanks for putting my bumper at the front of the episode, AJ, that was cool to hear my voice again uh, for my podcast, Fresh Air at 5, if you don't listen, jump over into uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Anchor FM, and you can find me at Fresh Air at 5. So if the podcast is Fresh Air at 5, and uh, I just stitched together these morning reflections. All right, Chris and AJ talked about critical thinking in the classroom and getting students to think critically about their learning and what they're putting into their heads. And the four C's being communication, creativity, collaboration, and critical thinking, and how they do that. And you know, it is so important uh, that we teach our kids to critically think. In math, we call it problem solving. In science, we call it, I don't know, looking at the details, and, and we'll call it critical thinking, but there's many ways of getting at that in each subject. And I'm not a social studies guy, like AJ and Chris are, uh, but uh, the whole point is, is that we get kids to ask questions and that we don't have to know all the answers and teach them how to go dig and find out information for themselves. Doing that my best I can with my students in my online, not so much, but more my face-to-face. All right, thanks, gents. Happy day. Okay, bye-bye. One more thing for January 21st, 2021. I just wrapped up listening to episode 181 of Teachers on Fire uh, podcast. Tim had the recap of the roundtable discussion on teacher wellness and the 10,000 push-up challenge. And I have joined the 10,000 push-up challenge. I joined it on January 2nd and began a day after the challenge began. Basically, do 28 push-ups a day and you'll make 20 or 10,000 push-ups this year. There are about 175, 80, 180 people from around that have joined Tim's Teachers on Fire 10,000 push-up challenge and uh, it's, it's incredible just to watch the community do push-ups together. We're not actually watching watching each other. We're watching each other in a Google Sheet that Tim's set up and uh, we track our numbers every day. Got to get in there every day. So this is all about consistency. Yes, the push-ups are hard. The first few days I was so sore but after that it gets better and now I'm this past week, I've been doing 100 push-ups a day um, for the past three days in three sets of about 30 to 35. Um, so that's how I'm getting at it. Uh, it's about consistency. It's about having routine so that you can make incremental gains and changes um, easily so that uh, it doesn't hurt too bad. You know, it's not too brutal. It's about that growth and modeling that, you know, in front of our students and showing them that yes, with consistency, you can do a lot of things. Another thing I do for wellness for myself, uh, my three buddies and I, we are using an app called Walk to Mordor. And it's the journey that, uh, um, the, the Hobbit takes um, heading to Mordor and the journey through the book and the distances that they would travel. It's about 3,000 kilometers this year of walking and uh, we're tracking our steps and our walking, not our steps, but walking. And my Fresh Air at 5 helps me get at that in my day and uh, it's pretty fun. We log in, we laugh at each other, cheer each other on and it's all good. Be consistent. Get yourself well. Thanks all. Bye-bye.
APLN Friday, January 22nd, 2021. You made it. You made it to Friday. And you know what? Feels good to be on Friday. Early in the morning here, it's just after 5 a.m. And I'm out walking and uh, got out the door right away this morning. It's a blustery day. The wind is blowing probably about 15 to 20 kilometers per hour. It's two degrees Celsius, a little bit chilly, but you know what? It's good to get out, get some fresh air, get my legs moving, and get ready for my day of uh, marking and conferencing with students and uh, working on teaching people things. One of those things I'm doing right now here is recording my last segment for episode four of Fresh Air 5 podcast. So if you haven't listened, please take a listen. I'd like you to listen. You know, it's just like this, but more. More of this. And uh, it's me and my thoughts rambling about the things that I'm learning. So if you can't catch me on Twitter every morning, uh, please take a listen to the podcast and uh, catch me all my thoughts for a given week. All right. It's uh, Friday morning. I listened to, for the very first time, Sons of Technology podcast. I think episode 54, I think. I can't remember. But uh, it's the one that they recorded. That's Kyle... Anderson and Joe Marquez recorded at Tech Rodeo 2021. And so they're recording at Tech Rodeo 2021, which is a virtual conference. And gentlemen, Kyle and Joe, thank you for your words. First time listener, first time caller. And uh, you know what? I'm going to be calling back, gentlemen, to the clubhouse to get some tips and tricks and hear your thoughts about education and technology. Really digging the format you guys have. Like it a lot. And uh, so I'll be back for your next episode and take a listen and tell the people out here in my Twitterverse about Sons of Technology. Like your thoughts about the virtual conference. I've been conferenced out. This year, I even skipped ISTE. I was like, I don't even have time to do ISTE from sitting at my home in my you know school office and taking time away from my students. So great tips. You need to think about running a conference. Take a look to listen to Joe and Kyle today on Sons of technology. Bye-bye. One more thing, January 21st, 2021. You know, I wrap up every Friday morning so far with a, hey, you made it. You made it to Friday. But you know what? In our day today of teaching in the pandemic and teaching remotely and teaching hybrid and teaching face-to-face in our different contexts, teaching is still teaching and it takes a whole lot of energy to be a teacher. Being an educator is a special thing, and I want to just reflect on something I heard Joe Marquez say at the end of Sons of Technology podcast a moment ago as I was listening, that you know what? We're doing great work. We're making a difference in students' lives. Make sure you remember that. You might not see that impact today, but you know what? Kids that come to your class, even when kids are struggling at their home and they come to class, we got blooms and... um, taxonomy and uh, uh, you know the other Maslow's and we talk about meeting the students needs before we can expect them to meet our needs for learning and so keep that in mind keep that in mind that you know what we're in this human business technology can enhance this thing called education if we let it so let's do that all right but most important take care of yourself so you can bring all of you to class today have a fantastic day encouraged and we'll talk to you next week bye
At the end of my walk on Friday, I thought I was all done. But you know what? Saturday rolls around. I wake up, go for a fresh air at five walk, and listen to another podcast. So here's my reflection for Saturday. Thanks for staying on. Keep on listening. Appreciate it. Bye. PLN Saturday, January 23rd, 2021, and I'm out for fresh air at 5 later. It's around 7 o'clock right now, and I'm seeing the sun starting to come up behind Mount Baker. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, this morning, I listened to um, Che and Pav on the Staff Room Podcast, Episode 7 0. Congratulations to you two. You made seven tens that's fantastic to hear you guys keeping on going and uh you guys have rich conversations that are really challenging and get you thinking and i appreciate you bringing these issues to us as educators and those of us that are listening so thanks for um putting yourselves out there being vulnerable sharing from your teaching spaces and uh, today's conversation was about current events in the classroom and should we share them and how do we deal with them and uh, current events such as the recent events in washington dc as well as you know like in congress as well as the uh, inauguration and what do we do with those things i think it's important and i agree with you that you need to have a classroom culture of talking about current events. Um, I found it interesting, Che, how you talked about uh, the character um, education programs as a compliance program. I never thought of it that way before, um, as opposed to your civic responsibility to bring current events and to disrupt by talking about things that are actually important. Character is important. I believe it's very important. But if we can't put it into context of real things that are happening, how can we blend character education with current events? That, I think, would be a rich conversation. I don't do a lot of that in my space as I teach digital literacy. um, But at moments, I do dive into some current events and... uh, don't do a very good job of it because I have not spent the time one listening to the news as regular as I I should and secondly being aware of the deeper issues of things thanks bye one more thing January 23 2021 well I want to say thanks for taking a listen I already said this yesterday on my uh podcast but uh, I want to say thank you for taking a listen to Fresh Air at 5 the daily segments on Twitter as well as jumping over and following and subscribing me on my podcast so Fresh Air at 5 podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Overcast Castbox, uh, Spotify, and Anchor FM. You can also go to my website, BrianCarpenter.com, and click on the Fresh Air at Five podcast tab to take you to these places. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Get my voice out there. If you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. You can drop me a voice message on Anchor FM. There is a voice message button that's there. And in the show notes below, you can get to it there as well. Appreciate it. Love to hear your feedback. Sometimes I think I'm talking into a vacuum, but I know that I'm not. There are people out there listening. Be nice to hear from you. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy your Saturday. Bye-bye. 
as my one word for 2020 is appreciate. I appreciate you giving me a listen for the very first time as I've created a podcast experience for you to listen to. Subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and please give me a review on Apple Podcasts to get my voice out there further. 